Welcome back. Welcome, you guys, to the No Clue Podcast. We're back for episode 46. Yep. I like the intro today. Yeah, for sure. High energy. Classic. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. And I'm Tyler. Welcome. Episode 46. Let's get right to it, man. Final four. Yeah, we we both watched the games. Um, Let's let's talk about the uh, the more controversial one first, obviously. All right. So Virginia got to the national championship. They did, yeah. (laughs) They did. You know, I picked them in my bracket. Right. And good pick. Yeah, I'm happy about it because, I mean, it was kind of a guess. Uh-huh. But uh, they haven't looked that good the last couple of weeks, man. Yeah, it's starting to look luckier and luckier. Yeah, <laughs> like, Cause like, like I don't have confidence in terms of, like, I'm not bragging about it. Like, yeah, man, I knew they were this good. Like, to be yeah. honest with you, there's nothing to brag about. Right, because they're not really, they're not beating the crap out of teams. They're just... They're Squeaking surviving games. Yeah. And and they are really experienced, so that does come in their benefit. Yeah, for sure. What were your thoughts, man? What happened at the end? What, what was the thing that stood out the most? Um, okay, so Harper should have made his free throw, first of yep. all. Yep. Let's start there. Harper was the best free throw shooter in the gym at the time. 84% free throw shooter. I as they as he walked up to the line, they jinxed him. They put up the uh however many in a row he had made. Right. The the guy always fucking misses when you do that. It does seem like that, yeah, for sure. So, as soon as he I was sitting with a friend of mine, I was like, dude, they put up the fucking graphic of him making like 20 in a row. It's a wrap. He hasn't shot any today. Oh, he's going to miss one for sure. Right. Yeah. Um so that was the first problem, but you know you miss free throws, it happens. So then the off the foot double dribble happened, right? I now I when I I saw it, I saw it and I was like, huh? Oh, he must the defense must have hit it, and I just couldn't see it like because it happened so fast. But then obviously they showed it back. It was obviously a dr- double dribble. You can't lose the ball, pick it up with two hands. We know that. Everyone who plays basketball knows that. Yeah. But they, but it hap- people get away with it often. Like, that's something that I, I see happen a lot that they don't call. It's not like they call that every time. That's something that's easily missed. I'll say that. Um, so, that was a problem. But then... <laughs> Then the play, Kyle guy, man. I, first of all, I think everyone who's seen Virginia play knew who was getting the ball, knew yeah. where he was getting the ball. The only thing I didn't, I didn't think Jerome would be inbounding. You know what I mean? I thought they'd yeah, include yeah. Jerome just because he was having such a great game. Yeah, but he's also the best passer, and he's right. He, he is height. their playmaker. Yeah. Yeah, because the other dude, um, I don't know his name. The little one. Yeah, the he's light skinned. Yeah, he's not good. So yeah, and and he's he's not tall enough to throw over inbound because Jerome's right. kind of a tall for a guard. Yeah. So I get that. Um, 
and the shooter, he, Jerome hits some threes, but he's not. That's not really his game, you know. He hits right. some threes sometimes, but he's not a three point marksman. And so everyone knew who was getting the ball. He got it right where he wanted to get it, and it was a foul. It was a good call. Yeah, they I mean, it for Carson Edwards, they have to call it for him. And <clears throat> this one was probably more of a foul. Yeah, once once you saw it on the replay, it was really hard to convince anybody that that wasn't a foul. Right. You know, I mean, even even Barkley, who's you know the biggest Auburn fan, yeah, there is. Even he at the end of the after the game said, like, I mean, the three pointer he got fouled. Yeah, he did. Yep, he got fouled. It was a good call. Um, and it's it's tough for the game to end on that, but like you have to be smart. Yeah, I've preached about it. We've both talked about how they made the rule of protecting shooters, and guys are kind of getting exposed now. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll tell you what Auburn's probably not going to do next year. They're probably not going to foul a single three-point shooter next year. <laughs> right. So yeah. but, when the rule changes, you got to adjust to it. Right. That's all it is. But, and, man, to, to step up and make three free throws, I know it seems, like, simple. You just walk up, you shoot the free throws. But to do it in a controversial kind of environment because – at the time that he was stepping up to the line, you didn't really know if it was like none of the players really knew if it was a correct call or not. Yeah, it was just kind of hectic, and he had to just step up and make all three of them, and he did. Yeah, dude, I I can't name you an NBA guy who could do that. <laughs> who could hit all three free throws? I mean, maybe Steph, maybe Dame. Yeah, Dame, Dame for sure. Steph, Dame. After that, I I, I got to think about it. Okay, yeah. You know, in terms of like star player, but yeah, 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 man. Credit to Guy. That was the the three he hit. You started right after that three that he made. Yeah. Uh, in the other corner, which was insane. Yeah. Because up until that point, the game kind of seemed like it was about to end. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a three and just saves him. But it was an awesome game the whole time. It was. Every every time early on somebody tried to pull away, the other team would come right back, uh, mm-hmm. and everybody thought Virginia kind of pulled away, and then Auburn came right back. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't remember. Auburn, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name who started hitting threes in the second half. The the light skin one. Brown. Yeah, man, he had a great second half. He's a SEC record for threes. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He. <laughs> He, I mean, Auburn played great, man. They played a good game against Virginia. They played in Virginia's game, then they played their game, and I mean, they they did what they could, man. They, you know, for how they played, they won the game for them. But obviously, you saw what happens: dumb mistakes. Mistakes lost the game, but they didn't play bad at all. They played as good as they could have to win the game, in my right. opinion. Just Harper. If Harper made the free throw, they wouldn't have been in any of the mess they were in because um, it wouldn't have been a rebound. You know, the the time would have been different. It was all kinds of stuff that would have changed. So, um, good. it was great game, man. Shout out to Virginia for the dub. See him in the finals. Yeah. Jerome played amazing. I, I think he's this is the best he's ever going to play, hands down. That game? I don't know if that game, but, like, just the run he's had the last, like, three or four rounds. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just been. He looks like their best player. Yeah, he's a leader. He looks like a leader. Right. Because, because yeah. you know, sometimes, especially in March Madness, it's not always the best player. It's the leader who takes over a lot of times. There's a lot of teams yeah. that is not the best player that starts killing. Because Brown isn't the best player on Auburn, and he has been carrying them to where they are. I mean, Harper's played great every game, but Brown's three-point shooting has kept them, you know, this long. Yeah. You know who I'll say for Virginia, like, for them to to have a chance in the final? Mm -hmm. They got to get Hunter going a little bit more. Yeah, he kind of disappeared. He, like, he'll make a bucket here and there, but he's just, he has, like, no impact on the game. Yeah. He just kind of floats around, and, and the offense is so one-dimensional that he doesn't really get a chance to do much. Yeah, man, and, and that's the thing. The ACC is a hard conference to play in because other than Coach K, pretty much all the other ACC teams kind of suppress the individuality of their players. Right. And that's just the ACC game. And Virginia happens to be, like, the top at it. So, um, it's tough, man, in that offense. But Hunter, yeah, man, he, he does just – He wasn't – he was a lot there. worse. He wasn't as bad on Saturday as he was the week before. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, I, I just feel like a lot of the times when Virginia was at their best during the year, he was playing really well. Yeah, he was – playing with impact right he's not, he's not playing bad he's just not doing anything yeah and, and virginia is not deep so they can't afford to you know only have two scoring options right because you know clark's not really a scoring option you know they're the whoever the fuck whoever whatever created characters they brought out there off the bench <laughs> you know those guys aren't doing anything <laughs> yeah Right and and you know I don't know what to expect from their center. He's a good shot blocker. I, I'm not asking. Diakite. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good hustle guy. Right. He, he, he saved them. Plays. He saved them the the week before. So like you know I they figured he wouldn't there too. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't be doing much. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the second game. <clears throat> yeah. It was a little more. Uh, not as even of a matchup as as the last few games that we watched have been, right? Where Michigan State hung around for for a while, mm-hmm. and and I I don't really have Izzo criticisms because I, the team they played just looked so much better. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. I was you know? I was wondering what you would say <laughs> since you hate hate on Izzo, but yeah. They just out. They just completely got outplayed by it. Wasn't even. You know, Texas Tech is the it. first team. Like a lot of the top seeded teams come into the tournament, and there's this praise about whatever they do well. Yeah. Like whether it's they they shoot well or they just score a lot of points or they press whatever it is. Like there's this hype that gets built, and it's usually teams like that disappoint in the tournament. Right. And with Texas Tech, they were hyping the fuck out of that, their defense. Yeah. It's real. It's real, yeah. I've, I've watched them. I, I think I missed maybe their Sweet 16 game, but outside of that, man, they fucking get after it. They're always on the loose ball first. 
the fact that they create a lot of loose balls like throughout the game. Mm-hmm. They put so much pressure. Like Winston couldn't handle it. Right. He couldn't yeah. get a good shot off, and you know he's not Edwards where he could just go off taking a bunch of difficult shots. Yeah, he's really not a scorer. Right. I mean, he's he's kind he of has just some good games, but he's not a scorer. He's just kind of like a floor general, but. I wasn't surprised that he wasn't shooting well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's tough because Michigan State's, the way their roster is, they just, it's hard for them to play from behind. Right. You know, but, man, Texas Tech looks like, like the clear favorite. Yeah, they 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 played fantastic. I mean, I, I, I try to tell you, I literally warned you about Mooney right before he went off. Yeah, you did. Like, yeah, like it was literally before. within like five minutes. I was like, "Watch out for Mooney," and he started eating. That. Yeah, yeah, it was it was quick. I was like, "Wow!" I hadn't yeah, noticed him in the early rounds, but last week I was like, "Man, like that fucking point guard they have is is pretty good." Yeah, he's he's a bucket. He's one of he's <laughs> one of those like leader type players that you're talking about, where he's always under control, always makes good plays. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really get out of his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he hit some momentum threes like that were huge. Yeah, he did. It was it was a close game for a, a majority of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their tech is just they're stacked, man. Everyone has energy. Everyone has good energy. Michigan State, for some reason, you know, when we both said it, it was just kind of boring. Yeah. Michigan had, I mean, they just had a lack of energy to me. And like, they, I don't know if they were tired or they just weren't playing that hard or, you know, they needed a couple dunks or something and Tech was just playing good D. It just seemed off. But, you know, shout well, out to Tech, man. They got if, if McQuaid hadn't hit the couple threes that he did early on, yeah. It could have been a lot uglier of a game. Yeah. I agree. But, uh, yeah, man, Michigan State's. Um, their roster is just not built to score a lot of points. No, it's not. Like, I can't, watching them a couple weeks in a row, like, I just can't picture them getting 70, 80, 90 points. Right. But Texas Tech, they could get 90, and they could keep the other team to 40. Yeah. So. They play, I mean, you know what it is, man? And this is going to be interesting, because they play Virginia's game on defense, but they score better. Right. So it's gonna be an interesting game. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it it looks like Texas Tech is a clear favorite, but Virginia has gotten this far for a reason. Of course. So and you know they both have a lot of seniors, a lot of experienced players on on the in the back court, a little bit in the front court too. Yeah, but Virginia has tournament experienced players. Right. Tech Tech went to the tournament once, like for all those guys. Out of the last four years, they went once. I think so. And Virginia's been in the tournament every year, sometime. And the ACC, they won the ACC recently. What? Not this. Like two years ago, they won the ACC too. So, yeah, that, it's gonna be interesting for sure. We got anything else on them? Um, no. who's who are you picking for the final? I'm gonna go with Virginia, man. I'm going to go with Virginia. I, yeah, I don't want to, but I picked them to win it all to start the the, the tournament. So 
Yeah, but you didn't know tech was gonna be like this. Though. Of course not. No. Yeah. So you you have you know you could change your pick if you want. No, I've trusted Virginia, man. They they've uh, they've they've given me a lot of fun games to watch. So I'm gonna give them props for that. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um. So I just watched the girls' championship. Right. Women's right. championship. Excuse me. Um, shout out to Baylor, man. They caught the dub. Um, Notre Dame, they had <laughs> another clutch free throw situation, and they didn't make the first free throw. Then they pulled an R.J. Barrett, tried to miss the second, and made it. And then um, that was it. That's all she wrote. It was a good game. It was, it was only a one-point game. If she made the free throw, it would have been tied up. But... um. You know, shout out to Baylor. We don't have that much to say about it, but just want to make sure they got recognized for the win. Dude, I uh, watched a little bit of the um, three-point shootout today, the college like three-point shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, there was a girl, uh, of course I forgot her name, but she was real small, like point guard size it seemed like to me. Man, she was cashing out. The one from Belmont? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the they had like the old coach commentating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, she was fucking cooking. Yeah. Wasn't um the dude from Gonzaga in there? Uh, yeah. I caught like the very end of the men's or the men's shootout. Oh yeah, yeah. I missed the I missed the men's shootout. I usually don't watch like the college events like that. I'll watch it if I know someone is gonna be in it. Yeah, like the dunk contest. Um, there was one year, I can't remember who it was, that I I looked forward to it because I was I really just wanted to see this specific guy in it. But um, yeah, I don't I don't watch it all the time either. It's kind of whack because a lot of times the stars are still playing. So you know, is guy is a senior? Yep. So guy would be in the three point contest. And he would probably be the biggest star in it. And, you know, he's playing right now. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that sucks about the their all-star weekend being in the, during the tournament, during the Final Four. So, that's kind of whack, but. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. They do it every year. Well, they should change it. <laughs> yeah. As they far should, as I'm yeah. concerned. For sure, yeah. But I guess after that is the NBA playoffs and like people just don't want to see it after that <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah. They just don't care don't about know, college man. anymore. They just wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, We got any other college news? No. Carson Edwards is going to the draft. That's, that's not news, right? He was, wasn't he a senior or a junior? Uh, I want to say he was a junior. Oh, okay. Yeah. He might as well go. He was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have any other NCAA stuff. No, we'll we'll react to the championship game, of course. Yeah. Oh, shout out Jerry Stackhouse for the Vanderbilt job. That's gonna be interesting. He got hired at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Oh man, he's been he was cooking in the G League. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was. I, I there's not a lot of coaches who can make a name for themselves in the G League, but he did. Yeah. Um, him and um, then Jaeger too. 
He he was like the first one to jump from G League to the pros. He might have been, yeah. Yeah, and and you know Stackhouse, he well respected. He's a smart guy too, so happy for him. Um, gets to stay in uh stay in Tennessee, which is good because he was working with Memphis. Mm. So Stackhouse um, was cold for a second. <laughs> yeah, he was like twenty plus points a game for like. I want to say maybe two or three years. Yeah, what what team was he on when he was hot? I can't remember. Like I remember I, I watching him, you. but yeah, he was a bucket though, low key, and he had bounce. He had like underrated bounce, like right. Yeah, you didn't know until he was driving towards you that he was. He just rises up on you. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, okay, NBA. Let's get into it. Um, uh, first thing I want to say is Blake Griffin, the best power forward in basketball right now. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking that too. For sure. For sure. I was watching him Steph Curry it the other day. Uh huh. I was like, man, and I know he didn't really do anything in the fourth. Um, <laughs> he did absolutely nothing in the fourth. One right. point. Right. <laughs> but that's crazy. Dude, he's going to have to go superhuman if Detroit wants to even win a game, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, like, 8-plus assists. Like, he's going to absolutely have to carry them, whether they're the 8th seed or maybe somehow they figure out a way to climb into the 7th seed. Yeah. He would have to either have a really good game or, like, the guys who – aren't that good, have to, like, really be on fire. They have yeah. some guys that can be on fire. Because Reggie Jackson, sometimes if he gets going, like, he starts hitting, like, miraculous shots. Yeah, he then, starts getting, like, he he's like a hoop mixtape kind of guy. Yeah, like yeah. Like, he's over dribbling always, getting, like, the crossover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you let him get two good highlight plays, he might go off, like, for 30 in that he game. Might, yeah. And then Ellington sometimes can get hot. Sometimes, you know who's, who I always thought was like had no business being in the league, but this year he's actually been productive. Is uh, Langston Galloway? <laughs> yeah, he has. Like he sucks to me, but he, he's had some big games for Detroit, and I don't know how. But I mean, to, he's had a number of games where he'll hit like five plus threes. Or yeah. he'll go like eight for eight from the field, like that's crazy. Yeah, well, that one game he went really crazy, and then he tried to like play hero ball at the end of the game, and he mm-hmm. ended up losing in the game. <laughs> that's what I'd expect. <laughs> yeah, for someone who doesn't, who's not used to getting off. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he he can he can get off too. That's what I'm saying. If some of those guys get hot all of a sudden, Detroit could sneak a game. And Drummond's got to be a threat too. Yeah, like Drummond can't just give me twelve points and however many rebounds. I know he's gonna give me a lot of rebounds. If it's if it's starting now, who do they play? The Seventy Sixers? Uh, no, they they're the eighth seed right now, so they would play Milwaukee. Uh, well, <laughs> Drummond is dogging Lopez inside. <laughs> but Lopez gonna keep him outside though. Yeah, you're right. No, Lo- Blake might check Lopez. Superhuman. They'll also. probably let. 
They'll probably let Blake check Lopez and Drummond check Greek Freak because Greek Freak's not going to take jump shots. They're going to put Drummond on Greek Freak, you think? I don't know, man. I think Blake. Like, I think just going Blake's... off what you said, if if Drummond does check Lopez, then Greek Freak is having a field day inside. Who who even starts at small forward for the Pistons? <laughs> Little dog, Glenn Robinson Jr. He starts. He was for a while. I don't know if he starts every game, but he did. Yeah, if he's checking Greek Freak, oh my god, it could be. <laughs> Greek free go go fifty twenty twenty. Uh oh, Brown Bruce Brown Jr. started at the guard, and then I guess Ellington started at the three today wow. or yesterday. Yeah, they're they're strange. They have some holes in that roster. Oh, Ish Smith can get hot, not from three, but he can get hot, and so can um Canard. He can't get hot. Has Kennard had a 20-point game yet? Yeah, he had a 20-point game last month. Wow, I that might have been his first one as far as I could tell. On the Warriors. He gave Klay Thompson a 20-piece. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Klay Thompson's defensive uh, <laughs> hype from now on. <laughs> Bro, he's had, he had a 28 game earlier. He had wow. 22... 1919 All right, maybe 19, maybe they can get hot, but 21 all, yeah. all this to say they're probably going to get swept. <laughs> I'm just saying they have guys who can get hot. If they have a really yeah. good game, they might catch one. That's all I'm saying. Might catch one. They have Makai Luke too out there. Speed. Mm. <laughs> mm. Is that what you say this? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I would assume. Where is where is Tricassi? That's where he's from. What is that? I don't know. Oh, Ukraine. Mm. Okay. But uh, so, yeah, man, Detroit. I I just can't picture them upsetting Milwaukee. Hell no, Toronto. Don no. Maker needs his revenge. <laughs> what if he goes for thirty? <laughs> Milwaukee should get eliminated out of the, off of that one game if Don Maker goes for thirty. <laughs> Call the series right there. <laughs> He's gonna try to get off, you know he is. I hope not. Because <laughs> of the bad blood, he might come out there and check. I'm not gonna lie though, uh, what's his name is doing a good job, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, he's a good coach. Because really the coach. Pistons should not be in the playoffs. I know they're on the border, which is kind of debatable if they're really a playoff team. But still, the fact that they're going to win a, about half of their games, no, yeah. nobody predicted that to start the year. Yeah. I No, I, I said they were going to be all right. But <laughs> I mean, overall, yeah, nah. I, I, also thought, um, I also thought the Wizards were going to be all right. So, so did that's I. not it. Not a shot to you as I mean, a shot hey, to the Wizards. Look, listen, you, you got, those of you who have been listening to our podcast for a while, if you go back and check out our predictions for the seeds, <laughs> yeah. I already know. Like, y'all could come for me. I picked Cleveland to be the eighth seed. I remember that. You picked Cleveland to be the eighth seed? I thought Kevin Love was going to eat this year. Yeah, I thought 
I thought he was too, but I didn't know he was just not going to play. I didn't think he was going to get hurt the opening five minutes, <laughs> and then we were going to see him for another five minutes, and that's it. And he came back to get like 10 points off his injury. <laughs> yeah, it was against the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. He, he was, play, he was playing was for like eight minutes, and then he was gone. <laughs> I know he had 22. He's had, he's had some low-key big games. They just don't matter because they probably still lose by 30. Of course. Yeah. He I, gave Memphis 32 in February? <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> Who was watching Cleveland versus Memphis in February? Not not I. Wow, that's crazy. What do you think about the Nets, though? Clinching the – looks maybe looks like the sixth seed. Hmm. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're out of here first round. Oh, who do they play? Philly? Philly right now, yeah. Oh, Philly's out of here first round. <laughs> Philly's going to lose. <laughs> I'm calling it. The upset. <laughs> yeah, that's the upset. He's, there's another, like, deloading is going to have to fucking carry. He has been carrying, which is crazy to me, but. I'm I'm being serious. If there's an upset in the whole playoffs, it's gonna be the Brooklyn on Philly. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I watched them. Uh, they played Milwaukee. Uh, it was the Saturday when the tournament games were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, deloading looks looks good. Like, like he's been he looks low key unstoppable. Uh, is Jarrett Jarrett Allen is healthy? Yes. Oh, he's locking and beat up. Get him beat out of here, Jared. Wow. <laughs> Straps. Who's Dio? guarding Jimmy Butler? Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Dio didn't play the game I watched. <laughs> he had obligations. He had to go win the G League championship. What do you mean? Priorities. Oh, man. Damari Carroll was getting way too much clock. Jared Dudley was getting way too much clock. And that's How does fucking Jared Dudley suck. get too much clock? Jared Dudley should not be playing? playing. Oh, playing at all is too much clock? Hell yes. Oh, he played 35 minutes against Portland? Oh, well, you know who's also really bad at the Nets for some reason play a lot? That fucking... Ed Davis? Well, I, yeah, but not, that's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, The fucking... I think he's a rookie. Like the European... Oh, Karooks? Yeah, he's he's bad. He's got bounce, though. He he's caught like some a... bodies this year. <laughs> Low-key. <laughs> he's he's one of those, him? like, I didn't know. <laughs> he got one vicious body. I'm going to find it. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> he did catch one. <laughs> I mean, he's like 6'8", so I, I would assume he could. No, nah, but I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like... I don't know how they play as well as they do, but the ball moves. Like if deloading is not going off, that's what I really like about them. If if it's not the deloading show or the Spencer Dinwiddie show, they actually move the fuck out the ball. Yeah, they do. Like Joe Harris makes plays just because he's in that JJ Redick role of he's moving around, he's getting like quick quick shots, quick touches. Yeah. I don't know if they could upset Philly, but they could take some games. Yeah. I, yeah, they're definitely they can definitely take some games. Um they really do play the everybody eats kind of game and it works. Right. It works. 
Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Who who else in the East is important? Miami looks like they might not even get in there. They lost. They had a big loss today. Yeah, man. I thought Miami was going to take. Wow, they waved Magruder. That's kind of out of nowhere. Um, I thought they were going to take one of those Boston games. I was sadly mistaken. I thought they would at least beat Minnesota. Wade is just ready to stop, obviously. Well, the the big thing for them is uh, this happened either right after our last episode or it might have been like right before, but Richardson got hurt. Right, yeah. And him getting hurt, he's he's low-key probably their like, most consistent player. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? He's He's got to be the, one of their top like three scorers. Maybe, yeah, maybe per game, yeah. Like, right. I mean, because he's not saying he's getting yeah. 20, but he's giving you like 17. Yeah, that's that's a t- like one of your better players. Yeah, he is. Um, he and they've they've had to rely on waiters more. <laughs> Shout out to waiters, he had the quietest comeback in NBA history. I mean, it like, took him a fucking two years. I know, but usually when people come back from two years, it's like a big deal. <laughs> he came back from two years, and I didn't even... No one knew he was back. Yeah, it just, Miami game. just slowly started, like, playing him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Miami's done, man. Wade, last game against who? The Nets, I think. That's cool. Miami somehow has a better road record than they do home. How? I would eat at the American Airlines arena. Maybe Wade plays more away games. <laughs> it's all about D Wade with them. <laughs> Is it not? No, <laughs> for sure. Otherwise. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> they no, but they've been relying on waiters and like he's he's actually had some solid games. Yeah, yeah. But like even when he has solid games, he takes so many shots. Like, bro, what are you doing jacking double-digit three-pointers? He's trying to get it going. <laughs> yeah, man, that's... Well, that got them out of the fucking playoffs, as far as I could tell. Shout-out to Derek Jones Jr. He's the MVP of the season, in my opinion. <laughs> Averaging a total of eight points a game. <laughs> but... <laughs> Dude, Ryan you... Anderson is on Miami. Wow. I'm looking at the roster. I did not realize they signed him. That was not even news. Usually, even when scrubs get, like, signed, even if they suck, there's, like, an alert of some kind. You know what I mean? Like, ESPN will have something, or NBA.com will have something. Nothing. Yeah. But he's he's really bad, so it makes sense. Yeah. He'll never play. He's done after this year, I think. Him and Wade be on the banana boat next year. Um, Bam played good this year. Good year. Derrick Jones Jr. really did have a really... I, I wasn't joking. He really did have a great year. For him to last year, them trying to make him work, and they couldn't figure it out, and he was just garbage out there. Mm-hmm. He He's found a way to have impact blocks and highlight dunks and stuff. And highlight dunks mean a lot more than people think they do in the game. You know, it's a it's a momentum changer. It's energy. You know. Yeah. He's been that guy for them, which is cool. But they, you know, the rest of the team just it's not. 
Losing Tyler Johnson was a big deal. Slept on. It slept on. Um. Yeah, man. You know what? What happened to them? Also, that I think kind of hurt them. When you remember when they made that miracle run from like awful to almost a playoff team. This year? No, this was like a year or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Back when like the the Spolstra hype was kind of building up that he's actually a really good coach. Yeah, when like Wade, when Wade left, right? When Wade yeah. was gone, yeah. yeah, on um Chicago, and and he and this guy is still there, but he's he's back to being a scrub somehow. Who James Johnson? <laughs> he's back to being a scrub. James Johnson <laughs> ate for them like a year uh... or two ago. He did. He he, used to, he averaged like he somehow averaged like twelve eight and five, which is eating for James Johnson, by the way. Yeah, he was a point forward for right a while. now, and and that's what the problem is for Miami. Like, there's just not enough playmakers. Like yeah. Richardson is a good player, but Richardson's not really a playmaker. He's right. kind of a defender, a solid spot up shooter, a solid slasher. He'll He'll take it to the rack if you, you know, leave him open or if you close out in a shitty way. Mm-hmm. But, like, other the than D-Wade, who makes plays? Yeah, the thing is, they just have a team full of role players, honestly. Right. Literally everyone on the team is a role player, including Whiteside, including D-Wade at this point, including Drogic. Try to guess who their leader in assists per game is. I'll give you three chances. Just, like, really think about it. Think about what's logical or think about what the wildest person would be. It's it's not the wildest person, but it's pretty wild. Olenek? No, but good guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, not Richardson? No. Richardson's their leading scorer. Wade, then. No. Who? Justice fucking Winslow. <laughs> that, oh my god. That dirty piece of shit who's <laughs> who's fucking name you were calling the other day talking about get him out of here. For real, he's he trash. leads them in assists somehow at four point three. How many minutes does he get a game? I don't know. But Dragic, what are you doing? Dragic, you can't give me good... f- five assists? He's not a good point guard, man. I like him, but he's not a he's a he's a good he's a two guard that plays point guard. Yeah, for honestly. sure. I'm, yeah. I agree with that. Him and Bledsoe, was it him and Bledsoe? Yeah. When they had that two guard thing going, that mm-hmm. was nice. That was when he was in his element. And then now, and then they had Isaiah coming off the bench. Yeah, Josh, and he never played point guard on that team. Mm-hmm. But then they move him to another team, and he starts playing point guard, and it just looks a mess. Because sometimes he'll just take the whole team out the game. Like, it's just him coming up court, going to get a bucket, or, or he'll just make perimeter passes. He doesn't like, like you said, he's not a playmaker. He doesn't go to the basket and, like, dish it out really nicely. Right. Goes to the basket, takes a ridiculous shot, or... He, you know. he likes to muscle his way inside a lot. Yeah, because he's, he's tall. I mean, he should be playing two guard, it's obvious when right. you watch. Yeah, he's a shooting guard. I agree. I like him as a player, but I, I don't like him as a point guard. Yeah, no. No. All right, I'm off the heat. We're talking about some losers for too long. <laughs> what about the Magic? What do you think? Them I mean, Toronto, good matchup? 
I actually do because Toronto, or I mean Orlando, also has a number of really strong role players. Yeah, they do. And they have a number of guys who, and this is what Miami lacks. Orlando's role players can go the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, they can. Like, like Terrence Ross could give you fifty. Yeah, dude. I'm, how long have I been saying that? No, I agree. For, I've like been four years. Yeah, I've been every time I watch Terrence Ross, he just he fucking eats. I don't know why a team does like a team close, like a good playoff team who just has a whack bench doesn't try to make a good trade for him. Yeah, let him lead but he's, the bench. He's just so inconsistent. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you have nothing, <laughs> he's a good guy to lead the bench. If you don't have anything else off the bench, right? I agree with that. He'd be the best player on um, he'd be the best player on the Warriors bench, easily. And when Iguodala, yeah. I mean, when he's healthy, if he's not healthy, but. But yeah, they do. I don't man. really qualify Iguodala as a like a bench. A, a, like a classic bench player. No, nah, he's he's really not. You know what I mean? He would like, be starting on some teams. And he a start lot a lot of times the Warriors begin to start him when the playoffs come around. Yeah, they do, yeah. So they start at the Hampton five. But like Aaron Gordon could give you thirty to forty. For he can give you fifty if you're not right. checking him. Aaron yeah. Gordon, I I've I've watched him hit seven threes. Right. So like you you can you gotta guard the shot. He's Everybody knows how insanely bouncy he is. Of course. Um, one of the sleeper bigs in the NBA at this point, Vucevic. Yeah. Give you 30 and 20. For sure. He can give you a triple double. So, Toronto should take care of it. Hey, and Fournier can give you 30. Ford, you Fournier is a very good scorer. Yeah. And don't... <laughs> I'm laughing... But Augustine can give you a good game, not thirty, but he'll give you twenty. Augustine is is that playmaker that Miami desperately needs. Yeah, Augustine's a really, really good playmaker. He's a little he undersized, but yeah, I man. guess Fultz is just never playing basketball again. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just sitting him out for the year. Uh, who else they got, man? Isaac has Jonathan Isaac has been playing pretty well lately. What's going on with uh, Mo Bamba? Is he hurt? Yeah, he's a stress fracture, man. He might be uh, done forever. Fuck that. Yeah. Those fucking suck. Especially when you're seven foot and only weigh two hundred pounds. Well, now he weighs more than two hundred, two twenty. Same difference. That could um. Who was that? Um, Sam Bowie, right? The the one who got drafted ahead of Jordan stress fracture done. Right, yeah, yeah. Did Greg Oden have a stress fracture? Um, I'm a, I think at at some point he did. Yeah, I don't think that was the like the first thing, yeah. or it might have been the first thing. It wasn't his only thing, but done. <laughs> yeah, stress. Whatever. Fractures yeah, are bad. Was done. <laughs> yeah, he's All he's right. gonna be in the big three. That's gonna be garbage. <laughs> That's he's, he's replacing Kwame Brown probably. <laughs> He'll have the first big three career-ending injury, <laughs> bro. <if> you <laughs> nah, Jason Williams got hurt. White Chocolate got hurt like the first game and never came back. But his wasn't he. He like rolled his ankle and it was out. Yeah, he just forever because he didn't want to play. First of all, 
Second of all, he's 30 years older than Odin. <laughs> yeah, Odin will be one of the younger guys there, for sure. Yeah. And the thing is, White Chocolate has no reason to like play like yeah. his career. I agree. Yeah. He, had a, he actually had like there. somewhat of an impact in the league. Who? White Chocolate. Oh yeah, for like sure. Jason Williams was was tough for like that 2000 to 2005 range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had a pretty long career too. Like Wait, even 2005 was he playing in 2005? Yeah, he was on Miami for the championship. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was on Orlando. Okay. He was he was done. You remember the play that ended his career was. Um, it was a loose ball that was rolling back for Orlando, and he was kind of jogging to go get it, and fucking Rondo, like, flew in there and took that shit from him. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh, man, I got to find that play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised, though. After that, he was done. This, I, this was, like, 09. This was, like, 08, 09, I want to say. Oh, uh, okay. So he I had... remember him trying to play late, like, after... After he left the Heat, I definitely remember him trying to play, but I don't remember what happened. He wasn't very successful, just... no. Yeah. Yeah. He really was. He really was only good on the Heat because the Heat were good. If the Heat weren't. Yeah, he was kind of along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if the Heat weren't kind of stacked, he wouldn't have had any impact. I, I can't remember which game in the finals, but he did have a good game. He did. One yeah. of the games. It was. It was right like, around the time when they like they turned the momentum. Who was Peyton starting then? I don't think so. I think Williams was starting. Yeah, cuz someone for some reason like somebody fouled out or something and then he came in like for the rest of the game and like went off. Or someone yeah. got in foul trouble and he did have a really good game. Um But yeah, that that was a weird playoff. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. They played. They played the Mavericks, right? Mm-hmm. And who was the starting point guard on the Mavericks? Kid. Was Kid there at that point? I don't think so. Or Devin Harris. It might have been Devin Harris. Oh. <laughs> Kid was a bucket on the Mavericks. <laughs> he was. Yeah. His three point shot, that slow lean forward <laughs> shot, was cash. <laughs> Yeah, he's one of the few. Like, he really motivates, like, I feel like he motivates guys who can't shoot to keep practicing. Yeah. Because it doesn't get any worse than, my man had a fucking J in his name, and they said, nah, you're so bad at shooting, we're taking that letter out your name. Exactly. Like, bro, that's so disrespectful. (laughs) It is really disrespectful. (laughs) Because he wasn't, like... His mid-range was straight, right. but his threes, he could not hit threes at all. Kid, kid yeah. was one of the, like, he was one of the OGs who used to dominate as a playmaker. Like, that doesn't happen a lot now. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, Westbrook yeah. gets 10 assists, but he only dominates when he's getting 30. Yeah, and he obviously tries to get 10 assists. Right. Sometimes he, <laughs> he'll have a wide open layup and just hand it to somebody just for an assist. And Kid yeah. was, like, making, like, you know, no-look passes, you know. People who haven't seen Kid play, look up the highlights. Especially the Nets highlights when him and Vince. Oh. That was some fun. 
that was those were fun games to watch. I think he was still on the Nets around that like that Miami title year. That was right before he went to the Mavericks. I want to say it is, yeah. Uh, then he he won when he went to the Mavericks. Then. Yeah, in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> no, wait. 2011. Was it that late? Yeah, when they upset the big three. Man, that was 2011? Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. All right. Oh, well. Um, there was something else I want to talk about in the league, I think. Uh, I wanted to ask, speaking of Toronto, uh, well, we didn't really talk about him much, but uh-huh. uh, is, is Pascal Siakam their best player? <laughs> Why you say that? I'm like, the more I watch them, the more I see Pascal Siakam, and the less I see Kawhi Leonard. Well, you know what it is. Pascal is their best mismatch. Mm. He's not their best player, but I see. He's yeah, that's a best... good way to put it. Yeah, because Kawhi. You know, you can name four or five guys that when Kawhi is playing against, it's an even matchup. Well, more than four or five, but. Four or five for sure. You know, Greek Freak, PG. LeBron. Nah, he works Paul George every time. Paul George gets his too, though. It, uh, not every time. No, nah, no one does every time. But I'm just saying, like, it, overall, on paper. I got a, you, though. Yeah, I, 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 I'm following you. Go ahead. You say George might get 30, Kawhi might get 30, whatever. Um, but Siakam, like, who is, like, a perfect matchup for him? Draymond? Yeah, that's probably Draymond. one of the few. How many Draymonds is it? Right, yeah. One of the few, like you said. Um, and it has to be someone like Aaron Gordon, someone like athletic like that to stop him at the power forward. Or, some, you know, when he doubles, goes back and forth, small in power. Yeah. Sometimes they go like Gasol, um, Ibaka, Siakam, and um, like Danny Green or something. You know, they go big sometimes. So that's when he's a mismatch for the small forwards who aren't big, especially off the bench. Like, he starts, but when he's playing with the second team mm-hmm. and the other team's second team is out there, there's no one, you know, no one can guard him off the bench. But he's definitely their best mismatch for sure. And there's some guys who aren't really, like, good that give Kawhi a hard time sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Carol used to. <laughs> that's a blemish on your resume if Damari Carroll is giving you wor- wor- the work. <laughs> no, he used to just play. He used to play hard D on him. That's all. He Remember when he would like. You know what I like? Line molest people on the court. Right. Carroll yeah. used to get after it. Carroll had a little stretch where he was solid. Yeah, he did. And then he got paid and was trash, but. Whatever, right. we're not gonna get into him. He, like you said, too much, too much <laughs> crap that we're talking about. Yeah. But you know what I like about Siakam though? Um, he's one of those annoying players that, like, he can't really dribble, but he'll cross you up. He can't really <laughs> yeah. shoot, but he'll drain it in your face. Yeah. Like he's not that athletic, but he'll yeah. spin off and dunk on you, like. He he's one of the guys on 2K that have like all C pluses. Yeah, but like he just <laughs> it works. 
Yeah, he has no A's, no B's. Everything is C plus. He's just decent at everything. Yeah. And if you let him do it, he might it might go in every time. You know, I mean, in every avenue of the game, he might pull off something. Lowry's got to get back to being a good player, though. Like, if they want to go far in the playoffs. <laughs> That's a funny way to put it. <laughs> like, he sucks now. He's not even. He, he used to be. He was an all-star who really never deserved to be an all-star. Correct. Maybe like maybe a year or two where his numbers were a little bit inflated. Yeah. That he got it. That's like, all right, I get it. But. But he was still a solid player. He's been stealing Kimba's All Star for the oh, last four years. <laughs> my God, that is that is a fact. That's not even an opinion. Yeah, he stole one of Dragics too. Right. He did. Yeah. Once. But um. Nice. Yeah, man, Larry. Like, I, like I joke about him a lot, but he's a capable NBA point guard. He is. Like he's real physical. Hits. I mean, only during the fucking regular season, but he hits big shots. Yeah. Um, and I need, I just, I need him to like, just produce. I'm not asking for twenty and ten, but if they're leaving you open, hey, hit the fucking shot, make the right pass, like. Yeah, and play good D. And That's the thing. If he if he sucks in the playoffs again, I'm every single time we mentioned Toronto over the summer, I'm gonna call for van fleet to take his job <laughs> van fleet is a bucket van That's fleet's one of Jeremy the... <laughs> exactly give um lowry some pressure yeah, Look, lowry better figure it out <laughs> yeah you better pick it up we got jeremy now <laughs> toronto is one of the more balanced like better rosters yeah in they the don't league lose a lot with their team second third team they don't lose that much yeah Mm-hmm. They got a they, man. I I still can't believe how they get some of those scrubs to play well. Like yeah. C.J. Miles is is awful to me. Well, they don't have C.J. Miles anymore, right? Oh, they, on, uh, they got rid of him. He he was in the Gasol trade, I think. Uh, yeah, he's out of there. But I agree. And Wright, when Wright was there too, he was. He played good sometimes, and I didn't understand how. Yeah, Ananobi gets does good things for him <laughs> somehow. <laughs> you know who they signed yeah. like a week or two ago who actually might do some damage? Who? Uh, Jody Meeks. <laughs> <laughs> who actually might do some damage? <laughs> What damage is he gonna do? He can't get fifteen to their team to the Raptors. <laughs> he can't get fifteen turnovers. Stop. <laughs> Disrespect. Jody I got Meek your back, Jody. Me fifteen. I mean, he's wow. not their worst player. Who's their worst player? Patrick McCall. <laughs> Are you right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jody Meeks mm-hmm. give Patrick McCall thirty <laughs> in a head-to-head matchup. Thirty. I would like to see them in a head-to-head matchup. <laughs> oh man! No, to Terrible be fair, uh, Norman Powell at times looks like a high school basketball player. <clears throat> he's he's the weird. He's like the wildest wild card they have because sometimes he's super trash, 
And then all of a sudden he'll have a game like for some reason he's playing a lot that game where he hits like four threes. He gets like a highlight dunk. Yeah. You're just like, where was this guy every other game this season? Yeah, how? Yeah. He's he's that kind of wild card who'll go off randomly for some reason. Yeah. Shout out to the Raptors. <laughs> Norman Powell. Jody Meeks. <laughs> well, hater. Um, <laughs> I'm a Jody Meeks hater. Hell yeah. I like Jody Meeks. He was a bucket cash. at Kentucky. He was cash, bro. Here and there. Didn't he have like 57 or something at, at Kentucky that game? I remember he game. he was doing something crazy. He broke a record at Kentucky. He definitely did. I remember hearing about him. Um, okay, so we talked about East this whole time. Yeah, you let's get any... into some West. Um, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I, I, it's hard to tell like the matchups because six through eight is literally the same record pretty much. Right. Um, Utah's getting a bit of a break where you know it. It seems like they're gonna have an easy first round matchup. No offense, Portland. I get it. Injuries. It happens to everybody. Yeah. And McCollum is still not back. Got to step up, cancer. At this point, even if McCollum comes back, like, I heard you, by the way. I just chose not to respond. (laughs) If McCollum, like, comes back right for game one, like, is he really going to be ready to go? Probably not. Rip City Project. Uh, I guess this is their... Their team page mm. <laughs> headline says signing Eames Cancer has saved the Portland Trailblazers season. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. <clears throat> How Portland could land Jimmy Butler this offseason. I doubt it. Yeah, Portland's out of there. Had a good season, Damien. Please, Portland. I know you're I know you're listening to the podcast. Get rid of Evan Turner. I'm begging you. Portland, <clears throat> here's my advice. Trade literally everybody except for McCollum and Dame. Everybody. When Nurkic gets back, he's out of there. When uh, someone else is hurt. Is Harkless there? Yeah. He's out of there. Who's, um, someone, oh, Seth, out of there. Aminu, Aminu. out of there. Collins. Myers Leonard, Myers Leonard is not an NBA player. Get him out of there. Rodney Hood, deuces. Everyone. We just need Scal. They have Scal. uh, Libisier? Yeah, I had no idea. Out of there. Zach Collins. What happened? My friend asked me the other day what happened to um, Caleb Swanigan? He was a beast at Purdue. (laughs) Was he not on Portland? Yeah, he went. To, he, they dropped him to the G League, and then they um, they traded him to the Pelicans. I think with Stauskas. Oh, they traded him. They're wild. They they think Myers Leonard can contribute to winning games, but you're gonna trade away Swanigan. All right, Portland. Swanigan wasn't luck. doing anything either, though. He's better than fucking Myers Leonard, though. A in a, bit, yeah. as you said, in a head-to-head matchup, <laughs> Swanigan is giving him 30. 
Wait, who are we? Lebissier we're talking about? No, Leonard. Myers Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to guy set up some of these one-on-ones. <laughs> Purdue would have won the championship if Swanigan was still in college. Oh, my God. They'd be the best team by far. E- easily. They would have just coasted into the championship. For sure. Yeah, man. That's crazy. He he made a terrible decision leaving because he was a monster in college. I really, um, Rodney Hood, man. He I really thought he he would find a home in Portland. I'm ready for him to leave. Let's get Cousins and let's get Jimmy Butler. Portland, you're my new team because the Knicks just <laughs> keep making more and more mistakes every day. I'm done with. It. <laughs> let's go Nets. Let's go Jets. <laughs> let's go Mets. <laughs> I'm done with the <laughs> <laughs> all the other New York teams. I'm done with y'all, man. Giants, I'm done with you. The Knicks, I'm done. I'm not done with the Knicks. I'll wait till this offseason. Listen to me, though. I'm going to say this before we switch over. Yeah. <laughs> if the Knicks don't have at least one all-star next year that was an all-star this past year, I'm, n- I'm never talking about the Knicks again on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm done with all. I'm sick of all this hype. I'm sick of this "quote unquote" done deal. I'm done with it, man. If if we get nothing, oh, I'm over. I'm over it. I'm over. Yeah, it. man. New York has been living in a dream world for a little too long. Yeah, a complete. I feel like. World. I feel like. New York as a as a state, as just like a sports mecca, just just you gotta fucking get out of the past. It starts with getting rid of Eli Manning. I know it has nothing to do with the Knicks, but it's like it's the culture of clinging to past success. <laughs> like they they held on to fucking Mellow for way too long. They held on in the 90s for way too long. Like, bro, you got to face it. It's Some things are just, they're gone. It's in the past. You got to move forward. It's like New York can't do that. You just call Eli. Eli, it's <laughs> minding his own business. <laughs> call him out. His I feel trash like ass. Get him out of there. I'm t- Dude, I've watched him four times last year. He, not a single one of those four times did I look at him and say, you know, he's still a capable NFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. Nobody did. I Bro, think. it makes no fucking sense to me why he's sticking around and why they're, like, standing up for him in the fucking interviews. Like, what? Right. Granted, they don't have an offensive line, but whatever. I don't want to even talk about, like you said, never again talk about New York. I'll, let me say this though. This is the last thing I would want to say about New York. Um, their biggest mistake, in my opinion, was not drafting a quarterback with their second pick last draft. That's it. It's that's it. This whole year would have been different. The whole year, just one quarterback. That's all. I get it. Saquon, great pick. Best pick of the draft. But after that... But you know what backfires on your theory? 
at that point with the second pick, the only quarterback that is any good was gone. Oh, don't disrespect. <laughs> Are you talking no, about Lamar no. Jackson? He's a starting quarterback. Yeah, but no, nobody was taking him with the second pick. No, 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 no. I said their second pick. That it was like the they had a they had a second pick, like not not the second pick of the draft. They should have got Saquon. I'm saying their second pick. Their oh, second you pick. mean their like what was the number? It was the second pick of the second round. Oh, I didn't yeah. know it was. They got they got a guard. Who was available at quarterback at that point? I don't know, man. It doesn't really matter. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, but but not a quarterback. Look what, look what we're doing. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Y'all are fucked. Like I agree with you on that. Yeah. But I don't know if taking a quarterback in the second round would have fixed it. Bro, the second pick of the second round. I didn't see that. Even All I traded. saw was Baker and Lamar Jackson. I didn't see any other quarterbacks that are any good. Is Eli any good? No. <laughs> so what difference does it make? But why waste your pick it, on a quarterback who's probably just as bad? They don't even play the guy they did pick. They did pick somebody a couple years ago that they didn't even give a chance to. Bro, that's what they do, though. If they don't have a top five pick... You might as well not even want to get picked by the Giants. You're not if Eli play. Manning starts 16 games for the Giants this next year, mm-hmm. I I literally will – I won't even acknowledge them as a franchise. <laughs> what are they? As far as I'm concerned, there's 31 teams in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a little off topic. Shut up. Shout out to the Giants. Real quick, though, I am excited for the West. Like, OKC looks like they're probably going to play Denver. Uh, And they could upset Denver, in my opinion. Uh, Yeah, I mean, OKC OKC can upset Houston. Like, I'm not saying they will, but they're capable of that. They're capable of upsetting anybody. But they have to really be hitting on all cylinders. I hope they don't get the eighth seed. I, I, I don't need them getting spanked by the Warriors in the first round. I want to see Westbrook and Durant first round. <laughs> I want to see it in the first. I want to see it, but not in the first round. I want to see it in the first round because it'll tell me what not to watch for the rest. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> I hate the second rounds when it's like two teams that really – you know, you know what I mean. Sometimes it's a second round matchup where it's two teams that really don't matter. Yeah, because the other side, it's like the Warriors, so you know it's like not, neither of these teams are beating the Warriors. Yeah. What What was the um last year? Really, to me, it was Boston and Philly. Like I watched it because they're two good teams, but whoever won between the Cavs and the um was it the Cavs and. Raptors, the Raptors yeah, when the sweep. Whoever won, whoever won that was winning though. It didn't matter who came out of Philly or Boston last year, when Boston didn't have. No Kyrie. way, no way, because for sure, dude, Cleveland looked awful in the playoffs. Oh yeah, nobody thought that Cleveland was a lock to come out of the East after like the first three games of the playoffs. I knew Cleveland was gonna beat Boston. 
without Kyrie. Did you? Yes. You were sure that was going to be the case? Yes. <laughs> you had more faith in the king than I. Now, no, well, I'm saying before, before they played. Okay. Now, when Boston started, like, playing well in the series, I thought Boston was going to end up winning. But before that, I was like, oh, no. Nah. LeBron not letting Boston beat them. But Boston, I mean, they overachieved last year. That's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I but. as of right now we're getting that three six matchup that we desperately wanted. Yes. Hopefully that remains. But the, the thing that sucks is that no one is on the Clippers now, except Patrick Beverly that was there when CP was there. Doc the gonna Clippers get some texts. The Clippers are a whole nother team now. Yeah, I I, I still think it'd be competitive though. <laughs> I forgot Wilson Chandler was still in the league. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is other side by Post Malone.
We are back. A <sighs> little bit of music to get into. <laughs> yeah. You can go ahead with um your first one. <clears throat> Which one should I head off with? <laughs> the one I did not listen to. Real quick, I don't have any uh like additional thoughts, but I, I tried to get through Rich the Kid. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I mean about the same that you had to say about it. Like Yeah. Anyway, so my first question <laughs> is that was just real quick, I had to say it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Um Go ahead. My first question is who the fuck makes a book soundtrack album? <laughs> explain to me now explain to me what the purpose of having a soundtrack to a book is i have no idea like does it does it help create the picture of the fucking book that you're reading like i don't get it it doesn't it's counterintuitive to me yeah anyway to me, to me, he just put out a fucking excuse. Like it's an excuse to just put out some music, some, some uh, experimental music. I'll I'll go with. Um, in case you don't <laughs> know, you, in yeah, case you don't you know who about. I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about the Maryland product, uh, Logic. And shout out to him because he released a book. It's called uh, Supermarket. It's a New York Times bestseller. Um, from what I saw, he, it's, he's the first rapper to ever do that. To ever have a New York Times bestseller? Yeah. Wow. And, th- and that's an impressive accomplishment. Like, before I say what I'm going to say about his album release, uh, that's cool to me. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's cool that he's kind of graduated to more than just like a, a music guy. Because mm-hmm. he's he's if like, I followed him for throughout his career and he's kind of been leaning towards you know getting away from music for a couple years now. Yeah. So I'm happy that it's it's going well. Okay, now for the album. Uh, yeah, it's it's a soundtrack album. It's it doesn't really sound like Logic. It's. The genre is, it says alternative, but it was almost country to me at times. It was almost like, I, like I couldn't even explain what it was. But I, I honestly hated everything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's it's 13 songs and somehow it feels like a fucking eternity. How do you do that? By putting out a bad fucking project. Every song here is it's it's like a weird sound and he tries to go for a genre he's never really gotten into. So it like it doesn't always sound awful, but he can't ever put it together in a four-minute, like, track. You know what I mean? There, There's pieces of a song here that it's like, oh, like, this beat is kind of cool, and he, he gave me five bars 
Why the fuck did he give me five bars? Maybe he should have rapped the whole time. And then there's another song where he's, like, the beat is slow, and it's not even, like, a hip-hop beat, and he's trying to rap on it. And I'm like, in this song, you should have been singing like you were trying to do the last five songs. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm saying all this to say I wouldn't, like, this shit sucks. Logic is trying to explore in a genre he's not really comfortable in. It's it's super cliched. The lyrics are so fucking corny. Like, it's shit that every fucking artist has said at some point. Like, like the criticisms that Drake gets for being corny, that's what I see with Logic. Tell me when you're ready for me to go. Um, I have a lot to say too. Yeah, man, I just I'm I was shocked at how bad it was, um, especially because I initially on my first listen, I liked the opening track, but mm-hmm. even like th- this just shows how bad the album is. I'm trying to find something good to say, and why the fuck was the one song I kind of liked? sick almost seven minutes long (laughs) why did he decide at the six six minute mark oh i'm gonna rap for two seconds it's gonna sound way better than anything else on the project but then i'm gonna cut it off like why would you do that why would you keep repeat the fucking hook like one extra time the song was already around four to five minutes and the hook comes back for another round. Like, you didn't need to do that. Right. If I, I will say something positive before I let you go. I enjoyed DeLorean, and that's the only song that, upon other listens, uh, I still enjoy. Um, I don't know if it's something about the sound that's catchy to me. But, uh, yeah, man, the other 12 tracks fucking suck, and I'm never going to listen to this shit again. I never want to hear any of these. Even DeLorean, I, I'm good with never hearing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm in utter shock at how bad this is. I just... that's Yeah, man, what do you got? What are your thoughts? <clears throat> All right, so... I turn, <laughs> I turn this album on, right? <laughs> Haven't heard Logic in a little while. You know, we listened to the al- his last album, but I haven't really listened to it since the first time I listened to it. So that was cool. Bohemian Trapsody, cool name, right? Took a long time to really get started for me. Um, can I kick it? He didn't need to do that, right? So I was like, you know what, man? This is on a different wave than I'm on right now. So let me like try to get into this wave, right? So I I went back and I started listening to some other music of similar genre, I would say. Just similar. I listened to a little bit of Jason Mraz, right? I, I listened to a little All-American Rejects. I listened to a little Paramore, even a little Nickelback. I said, okay, now I'm in this different space. I came back, man. <laughs> the album was equally garbage, if not worse than it was before I tried to acclimate myself into whatever he was trying to do. And, man, I loved when he had a little rapping part in it. 
just a little bit. I was like, okay, yeah. That, he, that he opening that track verse. sounds so, that lasts like thirty seconds. I'm like, dude, this is it right here. <laughs> this is Thank your you. fucking pocket right here. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he and never the, came back to it. Yeah, the like the first of all, judo did not need to be on. Can I kick it at all? Like he could have said, "Can I kick it?" Like it was just weird, man. It's like he tried to. He just tried so much creative. Like I don't know, man. I I, don't, I can't applaud the album at all, not at all. And I stopped listening to it once I got to. I did listen to Delorean because I like the name, obviously, because you know, I listened to. I listened up to Baby, and I was done, man. I was sick. I felt sick. <clears throat> I had to stop listening to it. Why? I listened to Time Machine, and then I took the break. Then I listened to Pretty Young Girl, Supermarket Baby. I listened to Lemon Drop, and I listened to DeLorean. I was like, you know what, man? Maybe I just haven't gotten to the good part. Nah, man. It was all trash. And, and the thing is, I didn't, I didn't hate the songs, per se, but just as a collective... It was just bad. Like, if he had his rap album and one of these songs was on the album, I probably wouldn't dislike the song. But the fact that it's all these kind of songs, uh, it was garbage. It sounded so generic to me. It did. Like, to be honest with you, if Russ, like, I was, if Russ was on this project, this project would have been miles better. And. What do you mean if Russ like if this was his project? Like if mean? if Russ was going for this kind of sound, oh yeah, he yeah, could yeah, land yeah, it okay. way better than Logic did. Bro, if Vic Mensa did this sound, it would be better than for Logic. sure. Anyone could do this. That's but that's Logic. the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. Why would you dive into another genre if you're not bringing anything to the genre? You know what I mean. Yeah, man. Like, nobody hypes up a rapper who's bad at rapping. Like, if you're a bad <laughs> rapper, like, if you're bad, if, if your singing is is generic, you know, forgettable, kind of annoying at times, and super corny, what's... Are you accusing Logic of What's that? the point? I'm not accusing. I'm stating a fact, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so... Okay, so Logic's top songs is the Suicide Hotline, Every Day. So, like, like, what song do people like of Logic that is like this? That Logic thinks, you know, what, I'm gonna give them more of this. <laughs> like, what song made him do that? You think? I think his. I thought he tried a little bit of that singing in the second album, uh, uh-huh. Incredible True Story. Um, I remember yeah. City of Stars, he kind of was, was a song. I remember it was a song, like, the verse was awesome. And I'm like, yeah, like, this fucking yeah, verse. beat changed? Yes. <laughs> but then there's four other minutes of him trying to sing the same, like, four lines. That's what kills yeah. me. And it was corny like, lines. Yes, like said, yes. If, He's corny. Bro, come on. Like, if, if you're going to repeat a small, like four verse or four four line like quote bro you don't need to do it for five plus minutes i agree yeah for sure and i like that song still but i hate that like i hated this as much as i did 
And I, I listened to it three times, and literally that third time, I was just searching for shit to like. You listened to it three times? Three times. Wow, you take this podcast way more serious than I do. <laughs> well, there's been other projects that I hadn't really like taken as seriously. You just wanted to make... You was trying to help well, Logic? Well, to be fair, I had a long drive after my first oh, okay. listen. Okay, and I was okay, just like, yeah, I might as well try give it another shot. <laughs> I was about to say, man, there's no way I'm listening to that three times. You couldn't hold me down and make me listen to this three times at this point. I mean, yeah, man, shout out to the people who do like this. And if that's your vibe, cool. But I'm sure you could find someone who actually makes that music better. Yes. Like Jason Mraz. Yeah, that's the problem. Jason Mraz would have killed this album. (laughs) This album probably would have went gold if Jason Mraz did it. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> but, I was really like, uh, I, I had a, a Russ song came on the other day. I'm like, yo, if he got that Bohemian Trapsody beat, he would have fucking Russ, murdered that song. He would have, yeah, you're right. But uh, and I and I don't like Russ. Right, I I totally agree with that. Yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Case closed. This sucks. Yeah, let's talk about some better music. Yeah. Uh, uh, one that we both, I believe, listened to. What? Uh, five quick tracks. What? Tory Lanes. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, hit this one first. What, what did you think? Um, Five tracks. I wasn't expecting any home runs, per se. But um, it was cool, man. The Caribbean was cool. Tory is just... I'm trying to think how to say it, man, without sucking him. Tory just finds a way to prove more and more that he just can do anything. And it's starting to get annoying at how versatile he is. Now, I'm not saying, like, I loved every song on there because I most certainly did not. But the first listen was cool. I don't have any, like, I don't have any heightened emotions for it other than the fact that Tory is just, I just... Like, I'm waiting for Tori to do something that I feel like he can't do well. That's all. Yeah. He had a Spanish song. He has a Caribbean <clears throat> EP. He has a rap album. He has a singing album. He has, you know, I, what can't he do at yeah. this point? I, li- I listened to this thing a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one word, a pretty basic word I could use to describe it is I had fun listening to this. Yeah. Where, sure. where it's not his best work. It, it's not bad. Um, but it, it's just he fits the songs. He's got chemistry with the features, uh, and the songs have like a fun energy to it. And it, it's five songs, like it couldn't yeah. be any more perfect. Yeah. Especially this is how you dive into a little bit of a different genre. Right. Not what we talked about earlier, because he still he still maintains elements of who Tory Lanez is. And then he's, you know, playing with his voice here or he's playing with the sound there. Like, that's creative. That's interesting. That's actually, and it works. Yeah. So I I had fun listening to this. One quick rant I have, though. Do you have any other Mm -hmm. thoughts on the the songs? What was your favorite? Um, I got to look at the names again. The second one was my favorite. Toast was good. I liked Fall, too. 
with Davido, Davido. I don't know. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um, what's what's your rant? So it's about Tori. So it's it's about the release of this uh, project. Oh yeah, and and you gave him a little bit of credit for fucking with uh, Dat Piff. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Don't. No other artist better fucking do this shit ever again. <laughs> <laughs> who the f- yo? Who the fuck has uh... the audacity to put a? F- let, let me tell you what Dat Piff says in its opening fucking statement. The authority in. Free mixtapes. Tori? That's what Dat Piff says. I'm just saying. Oh, Dat Piff. Okay. So for him to put a fucking project on Dat Piff, and my only two options are to stream it or to buy it. Come on, bruh. (laughs) And it still not be free, you're saying? Yeah, come on, bruh. (laughs) Yeah, that was pointless. Dat Piff must have cut him a check for sure. Get the... I mean... I, I would I, like Tori is a good enough artist to where if I was financially you know well off, I would put money down for his music. Like his music is good enough for me to invest money into it. Yeah, he's one of the few for me as well. Right. Yeah. But for him mm-hmm. to do this, this is some shady like industry type shit that we we fucking talk about sometimes. I hate it, man. Yeah. I really I was looking forward to the, the fucking going on Dat Piff and pressing the fucking download button and that's it. I could get it on my phone. Yeah. And I'm going on there and I'm like, I have to stream it or buy it? Why the fuck is this shit not on iTunes? <laughs> it might as well, yeah, be on iTunes and Spotify at that point. <laughs> right. So that's my little rant. Like it didn't take no, away right. it didn't take away from me enjoying it, to be no, fair. No, you're right for sure though. But yeah. I just hated that tactic of selling. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And you know, Chick's tape is gonna be on there too. <laughs> of course. Chick's tape, whatever number. Five, it is. I want to say. And you know, he's doing the full, like a full cover album. Like, uh, of all, he's redoing all, like only redoing songs for the whole album. Wow. Like he did, he did some on Chick's tapes, like you know, like two or three. Mhm. But like this full one is only gonna be covers. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But I also heard that um, he's like getting the original singers on on them. Like I think he's uh, doing. Uh, so it's more like a homage than a, like a dedication type thing. Like what Lil yeah, Wayne guess, used to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he's, I think he's doing. Buy you a drink, maybe. With T Pain, like T Pain's on it with him. Okay, that might be hard. <laughs> no, I mean I'll listen to it, man. Whatever, even if it's like you said, even if it's covers. Uh, yeah. Tori, Tori is creative enough to like where he could throw something new at every song. Yeah, man, he's it's it's wild how great he is at everything. Yeah. All right. Um. Give us Khalid, man. You listen to the Khalid Free Spirit? Yeah, man. It's it's the first kind of big project that's been released since uh, Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm not counting the, the first thing we talked about because it's a book soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I love this, this album. Oh, yeah? Okay. I thought 
and we re-reviewed one of his EPs a few months ago. Khalid, we did? I want to say I talked about it. Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Oh, I'm, I remember mentioning it because there was a song on there I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but this album is... Talk about, like, finding your sound to me. Finally. Man, he, he fits the production. Uh, oh, Sun City, I guess, was an album. Well, seven songs. Is seven songs an album? You never know nowadays. Anyway. No, it's probably an EP because he copied, like, he repeated some songs on this album, right? Isn't better on both? And yeah, I think else? so. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this album is just full of really good sounding music. Okay. Like he's got a great voice, but he's had some great singles this year. In my opinion, he never really like from the stuff I heard from him. Like he never really captured my ear. That first album was garbage. Yeah, and like you said, the singles taught when Talk came out about a month ago. Uh, yeah. I mentioned that I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, like so many of these songs, like the intro comes in as kind of this like almost interlude, but it still sounds really good. And then it goes into bad luck, love it, my bad, love it, better, I've been loving it, talk, love it, right back, love it, don't pretend, love it. Like I didn't just lighten, like most of these songs to me aren't even filler songs. You know what I mean? It's not like, a, oh, I loved five tracks and then the rest are okay. There's mm-hmm. like 13... There's only maybe one skip here, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. For a 17-track album to have one skip, uh, that's impressive, yes. man. That's very impressive. And I'm not... I don't want to, like, get too into, like, what I loved about how it sounded and which tracks were really my favorite because I really want you to listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it for sure. Uh, but yeah. yeah, man, I huge recommendation from me. Like, he, this is exactly what I wanted to hear out of R&B. Okay. Like, it's one of those albums that pops up, and it's like exactly what you've been missing. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, I've, I've been, ha- I had this album on repeat pretty much all weekend. Right after you finished the, the <laughs> trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> The logic trifecta. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll peep for sure. Um What else we got? Do you listen to anything else new? Um, I don't think so, no. You hear the J Lo and French Montana song? I did I saw it came out, but I didn't hear it, no. It's kinda hard, I'm not gonna lie. French doesn't fuck it up. Nah man. That's crazy. It, he didn't have a long it's not very long. It's part of the range. That's long. the key. It is the key. Um, let's see, someone else. What about Jonas Brothers, that? they dropped a little track. Yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally, they are back, man. I've been waiting since <laughs> since sixth grade. <laughs> I was never really a huge fan, man. I gotta be honest. Oh, you're a hater. No, I'm. I, I, I'm not saying they're bad. I listened to it and it was bad. It's just like. No, I get, it, I get it. Yeah. Like I just didn't really get into them like that. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you'll be. 
you're in for a surprise for the throwback then today. Oh, of course. <laughs> Uh, now I heard him. I heard him do it live on. Um, I think it was after the Final Four, right? Then they play. Uh, I watched maybe. I watched that little uh concert they did. That was cool. Um, I am glad they're back, but I'm not as hype as I am acting. I'm just joking about being that hype, but <laughs> <laughs> I am glad they're back because I was a fan. Um, but no, someone else had something, I believe. Uh, Ariana Grande dropped something with Victoria Monet. Did you hear it? No. I heard it. It's not good. Mm. <laughs> but it's one of those songs. Ariana, again, with the marketing. <laughs> it's one of those songs I know girls are going to oh, replay and they're going to post. Like, it's obvious, but. It's not for well, me. Well, the one song that got popular after the album dropped, uh, thank, no, not Thank You Next. Um, what was the last song? Like, with Break Up With Your Boy Girlfriend? Yeah. Like, that is yeah, not that good of a song. But every time I hear it, I'm like, I, I understand why people fuck with it. Marketing, man. Yeah, that's you, the key. I'm starting to come around to that, that point you were making. She's... I don't know anyone who's better than her right now at marketing, for real. Other than I mean, not singers, I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. She gets people to listen to it, man. I'll, hold on, I'm going to play a snippet of this Monopoly for you. Again, like you said, I could see the appeal. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to it, but. <laughs> right. And it's just, you know, it's just them talking trash. That's like the new thing now. Hmm. You know, when the girls who really have no trash to talk, talk trash. Yeah. Like, why is like why is Victoria Monet talking trash? I couldn't tell what you. What has she done? I couldn't tell you. Is she really buying property? <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey man, let Victoria Monet live. Okay. I'm again to this weekend report, man. Weekend out here stealing songs. Oof. He is on trial. Not on trial, but he's being sued. Um for stealing a lonely night off of Starboy? I think so, yeah. Um, he stole it from a group that submitted something into Universal that Universal did, ended up not using. And then I guess part of Universal um, Universal bought someone. Hold on, let me, let, let me just read it. According to a report by Billboard, a trio of British songwriters filed a complaint with the Central District of California Wednesday, alleging that the weekend's song rips off their own 
a track they say got caught up in Universal Music Group's 2008 acquisition of Big Life Music. The latter owned the I Need Love rights. I Need Love is the name of the song that Weekend supposedly ripped off. Though the writers William Scott, Scott McCulloch, and Brian Clover say Universal told them in 2016 that those rights would be given up. So they're really suing Universal, not Weekend. So Universal gave Weekend this song that they didn't own. Yeah, I don't think it's a... Yeah, that's one of those, like, what is he... They're giving him, you know, something to work with. Like, what is he going to... I doubt he was like, did y'all steal this from somebody? You know what I mean? He just took it and And, made a great song out of it. And they might... I mean, the thing is, whoever gave it to him might not have known that they didn't have the rights for it anymore. Just whoever told them that they would give the rights up made the made the big mistake but here's uh, um here's this side by side i believe uh let's see if i have it, it i remember I a mean, lonely it, night it's a good song yeah it is it is a good song um and you know it's light it's not really that close of a um rip uh let me see what is it called again I need love. I'm gonna find it. But that was a great album, by the way. Starboy was for sure. I had to go back to it when I first heard it. I didn't really like it, but when I went back to it, I really enjoyed it. I definitely see the resemblance. Yeah, it's definitely... I mean, it's definitely a rip. It's not right. like... There's no way you come up with that flow out of nowhere. Even the music just sounds slower. It sounds like their music just slowed down. Um, but yeah, man. The dude said he was at he was shopping or something, and the music came on in the store. He said, hold up. Right. I know this song. That's wild. Yeah. That's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, where did he say he was? Shopping at Top Man. When he heard a lonely night over the store speakers and spotted the similarities and, you know, then they had to go figure out what's going on. You know, this and this is a little bit different, but it's the same kind of situation. Uh, Like it happens to video game companies a lot where they get sued for like using a map or a character or like a place that's, you know, that somebody else created supposedly. Yeah. Why don't these big ass companies just credit who they're fucking getting the shit from? Like that's all you have to. It's not like you. They're asking for it back. They just want. I'm. It's, they just want to check. They yeah. just want to check. They put the work in. They created something. You're using it to create something of your own. They deserve credit for that. Yeah, and somebody in there knows where it's coming from too. Right. That's the that's the thing. Like they act like, oh, well, we just didn't know. Nah, one of you guys in here knew. Right. You guys have so many employees. Someone knew that. Somebody schemed. Didn't own yeah, this. somebody yeah. had the scheme for that to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um. What else we got, man? You know, I might, I might have to ban somebody 
another person that we, I mean, we don't talk about much, and I don't think we, it'll be a, that big a deal. But the the stuff that that Kodak Black said uh, recently, <laughs> yeah, is man. There's a special type of like fucked up, and to say what he said is is that. Yeah, like I just can't even fathom like how you how are you in the mindset to even not only make those statements but make them to like an audience of people. Mm-hmm. It just it makes no sense to me. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's Kodak Black. He's fucking weird. Um, but I really don't want to talk about him anymore. Oh, I'm done. Because like everything about him is is negative. He, he he makes like he makes the music industry look bad somehow. Like. What kind of fucked up individual can you be to, like, do that constantly? Right. But I I just disgusting. Did you hear his apology? I didn't. No. It wasn't a good apology. Frankly, I don't want to. As you can imagine. I'll tell you what he said, though. He he said, um, hey, man, Lauren... Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't mean to offend you, but I said what I said, and I mean what I said. You know how he talks. Mm-hmm. So basically, he said, yeah, whatever. <laughs> how you going to say I'm sorry, but I said what I said, and I mean what I said? Come on, man. Yeah, bro, he's out of here. I'm not talking about him no more. I'm down. So for you people who are a fan of the dude with the nappy hair that never wears a shirt, that wears the grills, we're not talking about him anymore. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm not even going to say his name. The guy who's named after the camera. Hell yeah. The camera guy. His, his songs are <laughs> never coming on here. Nah. Nah, he's over with. He's canceled. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm referring to him as like unknown artist when he's when he's featured on a project. <laughs> you think I'm you think I'm playing, man? This I hate this type of shit, like, like we've talked about it so countless times, but like you get a fucking platform where you can speak to hundreds of thousands of people and you choose to be such a fucked up individual. Like, really? Yeah. That's fucking... I'm not asking for you to be a role model, but, like, you just... You don't do things like this. No, yeah. You're right, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to play my gym real quick and we'll be back. We're going to talk about us. Mm. The classic. This is Say by Justin Starling, Jermaine Elliott, and Jackie Laguerre, I believe. Got your tongue in the worst way. Cat got mine too, talking third base. Sorry, girl, my mind be in the worst place. Only time I hear a sober thought from you is Thursday. When you drinking with your girls and you caught me up. How come you keeping quiet when it's only us? I wanna be the one you open up to. I'm hoping you can trust me the way that I could trust you. 
coat come off I'm back in your dorm room It's cold outside Let me be the one to warm you I wonder where your mind at I can't tell what you're thinking You look so good I don't even like blinking No talking when them clothes hit the floor I can read your body language I can tell you all more, yeah I just wish it was that way when we speaking I get some conversation when I'm seeking I know you got some things you wanna say Let's get in the way Wanna talk, don't know what to say I feel whenever I'm around you You're still not sure We both know that I ain't looking But I'm patient, baby, I'm waiting Just trust me, I got you with no hesitation Let me yeah. say it The cypher in the cold Touching on your body like it's breath My heart, it was colder than some hell It still is, but you got it melting I ain't trying to share you Got me feeling selfish Like we playing P&B Then we bumping P&D Popped up in my life Out of nowhere like some TNT Really, we can keep this on the low Do it secretly I just hope that there ain't other secrets That you keep from me I'm just trying to open up to you Open doors for you I get you everything And then I get some more for you I ain't pop a pill But I'm feeling limitless Sometimes I gotta stop and think How did we get into this? Drop your guard Let the walls all fall down If you stress Let me be the one you call now Yeah Let me help you on the move To better things Always down to talk to you About any and everything I know you got some things You wanna say Let's get in the way Wanna talk Don't know what to say get into it man the movie of the year <laughs> good one so far right oh no captain marvel beat it oh for sure okay second then i mean i didn't really give this other movie a good review but i like glass better than i like this movie <laughs> all right you want to go first or you want me to no i want to hear what you got to say i'm gonna bounce bounce off your thoughts Okay, so I hadn't heard any good reviews of it, right? And I, t I think I told you, but every day that I wanted to go see it, it seemed like I heard something bad about it. It was like, oh, today's Wednesday, you know, I get out early, I'm about to go, I'm going to go see Us tonight. Then I turn on TV, bad review. Then Thursday comes... Oh, yeah, I'm going to check out us. You know, I'm going to see if someone wants to go with me. I listen to, you know, a radio or a podcast, bad review. So I'm like, you know what, man? I'm not about to go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go see this and be, you know, disappointed. So I bootlegged it. Yeah, I did. And, um, man, it was just, <laughs> it was just weird, dude. That's really... I'm trying to think of something like a description I can give it. It wasn't trash to me, 
but the premise and the concept was just why just WTF man <laughs> Jordan Peele in the shortest way I could say it is WTF that's it it's not very cohesive that's my problem it's not it really isn't like the story makes like it moves and it progresses like you said what the fuck like there's <laughs> there are certain things that happen that you're just like there's like why does what this so many holes i don't think i've seen more holes in movies like and i'm not a big horror movie fan you are right yeah yeah and the thing is i've just never had more questions after the movie and it's not good questions i give some people say oh yeah you should have questions because it should make you think this did not make me think about like a real situation it just made me think like why did i just watch the movie and it made me think like what like do i know what happened or like it doesn't make me want to watch it again this movie this movie <clears throat> wraps up in the most like look i'm ending in with this clear explanation of why the the events happen the way they happen and what the reason is but the Bro, fucking just, explanation just... is ambiguous and it's not really conclusive or definitive so it's not you nothing is really set and you don't understand why the whole the main issue of the movie happens that and it it didn't make me care why like oh yeah for sure you know what an example is inception right the ending i want to know what happened like i want to know was he in the dream or not right but this i don't really care (laughs) if she was the one or if she's not right that's the thing if you're gonna go ambiguous make me care about the characters Exactly. This movie, like, have, I, this movie does such a <laughs> shitty job of making you care about the family. Yeah. They the do, only yeah. reason you care about any of them is because they make you laugh. Like honestly, like yeah. I wanted the dad to survive because he was funny as shit. Yeah, and to be honest, like someone should have died, in my opinion. Yeah. Like one of them should have died. And I, I'm glad they didn't, obviously, because I don't want to see anyone die. But for a horror movie or a thriller, or whatever, I didn't feel, I didn't feel enough danger. Maybe like, I don't know. I just think someone needed to get taken out for real. Because the only people who did die were only in the movie for three minutes before they died. Yeah. The fa- other family. Just, I'm I'm just gonna say it because if you w- haven't seen it yet, you obviously spoiler don't alert. See it that bad. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, dude, the other family was in it for two minutes of the movie and then they died and like i'm supposed to care i didn't care but like you don't really they don't explain why every other killer just kills immediately but these guys are trying to like fuck with them like they don't really address it i know they make it kind of like a personal connection between the mother and the the, her clone but you don't understand they don't really explain what happened like how these clones come to be they they briefly mention that they cre- get created and they're just underground, but then all of a sudden there's like there's one for every single person. And why are they all in Santa Cruz? Yeah, it's just there's so many questions. <laughs> there's so many things this movie chooses to not even consider. Why? First of all, I still don't understand why rabbits were in the movie. Do you know why? No. Okay, 
Because she did say they ate rabbits, but, like, I missed that part. Like, I don't know why. I don't, I didn't really get, I don't get, like, I don't, I also don't get how they were doing whatever other people were doing, and then all of a sudden they just flipped the switch just because she said so, that, and now they all went up, up to the regular world. Yeah. That's the part I didn't get. They were all, like, they looked like crack junkies. Yeah, they were, like, mimicking. Sudden, it made no sense. How they were like mimicking what the people were doing in the real world, and why didn't why didn't they always just go up the escalators right. right there? Right. Even though it's only a down escalator, first of all, which anyone on the planet knows is hard to go up down escalators. But where did they get the scissors from? Where did they get the outfits? Like, dude, it's just a whole bunch of whole. Like, I don't think I've ever watched a movie and had more questions. Not about what happens next, just about what I just watched. <laughs> I get, I would get in a horror movie, I would get saying, you know what, man? So what are they going to do next time when this and that? Like, everyone does that in good movies, right? Good cliffhangers. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm still waiting for Inception 2. When they were, remember when Inception ended, they were saying they were going to come out with another one that explains what happens, yeah. and then they never just never did? I was hyped for that second one. Oh, for but sure. This, this i'm like no i'm good tell me what happened in this one first because i don't know yeah man i I thought the the acting was was bland nobody like lupita was meh like she didn't she didn't steal the show to me yeah no one was really exceptional the the only positive thing for me was the humor i liked how they interjected humor into a lot of the like horror type of situations but this too, movie yeah. really is not the. If you get scared by the stuff that happens, like, <laughs> you, like, come on, man, this is not a good horror movie. I'm talking to all the horror fans out there. You got Pet Cemetery. You got the uh, the fucking like Mexican spirit coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, that I can't remember the name of another horror movie that looks that that look like actual horror movies. Yeah, this was just like an art house, like. Uh, Jordan Peele was getting too much fucking praise after Get Out, and there wasn't enough people around him questioning, like, you know, what is going on with this? You know, he had free reign to just kind of create his own movie. I'm not paying for any more Jordan Peele projects, I can tell you that. I, I paid for Get Out, right? Get Out was cool. Don't get me wrong, I liked it. But it wasn't enough to make me... It wasn't enough to save him from this one. That's for you know sure. what both Get Out and this movie has has a problem with. They show what? way too fucking much in the trailers. I now I know that, yeah. I know they have to sell it somehow, so they have to do something. But mm-hmm. like, if they didn't reveal that maybe everybody in the family had a clone, or like they left some twist out of the fucking trailer. The same way Get yeah. Out spoils all its best uh, scares in the trailer. Like, you see the guy, the janitor sprinting straight at him. Uh, you see the fucking, the other woman looking through the window, like, making creepy faces. Like, that shit would yeah. be so much more impactful if we didn't know it was coming. But right, the trailer yeah. fucking shows everything. Lakeith telling him to get out. Like, the main part of the movie they show yeah. the climax of the movie right yeah and the 
and the um the sunken place scene. Right. Everyone, exactly. I saw that all over the place before the movie exactly, came out. Exactly, man. That's what like it would be I understand why they do it because if they didn't show anything, I feel like the trailers would fucking suck and nobody would want to go see it. But I think they I would rather them not show anything and him actually tell us. I'd rather him like in interviews say what was going on rather than us me see what was going on. Because then I'd be like, okay, well, I can't wait to see like what he's talking about. But now I already have like the visual image and it's like it's not Bro, you know. I, I keep seeing shit online like, man, Us is like rewatchable. Like, you have to watch it multiple times. You couldn't pay me to watch this shit multiple times. Because none of the fucking issues that we talked about are, it's like, oh, I just didn't get it because it was a one time viewing. No, I didn't no. get it because it didn't make sense. I rewinded. Cause I- <laughs> wow. I, it didn't help, I'm sure. No, it didn't. That's what. That's what I'm saying. I'm rewinding. I still don't know. I still don't get it. But the um, honestly, the flashback part that you were talking about, that to me honestly was the best part of the whole movie, in my opinion. That that was the only part where I was truly interested in what was going on. That in the bit in the beginning, like when they first showed up, mm-hmm. that was cool. But like the that was even kind of lame. Like okay, I'm just holding the door closed. Like that's it. He just walked through the door. Like, I don't know. That was just kind of whack. I thought it would be it, something. It was so much better with the, well, with the white family where they, their clones just come in and start murdering. Like, that's what, if these clones are just regular fucking killers, the movie yeah. would have had so much more entertainment at, like, value to it. I still don't know why they all came from that one place. Right. That makes no sense. Everybody was just in this fucking like, like insane asylum hallway, like that. That's what they basically just found like a men's mental asylum hallway and just used that for everyone. What? Why was it there? Why was the entrance at a carnival on the beach? Why? Why did they create a line? They never. (laughs) They never fucking address that. They just create a fucking line. Yeah, she says she needed to do a movement. I. You know, I, I don't know, man. It is a lot of stuff that's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The frisbee on the towel. <laughs> what was, she stopped and like got scared at it. Why? Yeah, man. The whole movie, she's like, <laughs> the whole movie. The main character is like tense, and it's like as they clear it up, it makes less sense for why she's like kind of tripping the way she is now now the, i want to know your opinion on this do you think the flashback was really a flashback or do you think she was like that was like some kind of imaginative thing which flashback just some the the ending oh um because because if it was real there's no evidence to show that it was real Cause like it's more evidence to me to show that it was just like her imagining that, yeah, that possibility, yeah. Than it is. I feel like it's one of those Shyamalan twists where it's just a twist to to be a twist. Like this movie didn't need to take the twists that it did. If they just focused on oh shit, here's a fucking bunch of like this family has fucking clones who are psychos. 
Like, just mm-hmm. keep that... It, it could have been that basic premise. But mm-hmm. initially, when the other clones appear, I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. Like, there's fucking clones of everyone? Like, that's fucking scary. And then it just continues to get weirder and weirder. And you're just sitting there like... Like, they're explaining it, but I don't I don't get what's going on because they're not explaining the other important stuff that would clear it up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, and it's what, just it's not a good movie. And to your point, what exactly was the, the plan? <laughs> what was the evil plan? Right. Just for them to get in the line? Right. Like, yeah, man. And this... then where were they going? Like, where was the family going now? Exactly. I don't know. And I also don't, I also don't get why they waited, like... I don't know, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't get why they waited for them to come back there on vacation to do the thing, to start the plan. Why didn't they just do it at any time? Why did they wait for I don't know. the family? I, I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, we, we don't know anything. No one knows anything. Peel's not going to tell us nothing. Right. The movie was... The movie's not it, man. I give it a. Dude, I'll give it a six. Dude, the people, five. the people that are saying that this is better than Get Out, you are on drugs, dude. This this movie, <laughs> this movie makes me appreciate Get Out so much more. Oh, Get Out was fire. Because Get this. Out is a is a straightforward story. Like I mentioned earlier, the that movie progresses and it opens up like twists that make sense in the story that add value to the story. You care about the main character. You care about what the fucking situation is. Here, it's just done for, like, for shock value. Yeah, the humor was great in Get Out. The Right, that's that's yeah. the one consistent thing he's kept, is the humor. Yeah, because that's, that's his game. Right. Like, you know, make a comedy, Peel. Right. Keanu wasn't it, though, but make another one. <laughs> I, I mean, Keanu was like, it was like a fun popcorn movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a fun like company movie to watch. Like if you're watching it with a group of friends or like right, just in a yeah. social event. And that's kind of how his show was to me too. Right. It was it was funnier when I'm with other people. Yeah. But um, and Get Out opened a real life conversation. You know, yes. like especially for me, having been a black athlete, it definitely. Made me feel like, uh, well, hold on, let me let me slow down. I'll just say that it scene, didn't make me feel anything different. That scene but, where she's like googling black athletes, yeah, like it's one of the funniest, like shocking twists I've ever. Just like it's 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 not a funny situation, but just how she was fucking looking at the screen and like scrolling for her for her next victim yeah i I was fucking dying laughing like that's that's like intelligent humor it is until it's intelligent humor because it's realistic right it's it's like a real situation let's call it let's call it what it is it's realistic but the thing is that's what made that movie good yeah because although it was obviously like no one's switching consciousness but it was a real something that people everyone thinks about it everyone does honestly not i mean not from every perspective but people do think like that no one thinks about having a underground clone 
<laughs> and rabbits and one day someone just like you is going to kill you because she didn't like the dude she married because you married her his clone like dude it was just it was just weird man and how come i'm not asking more any i'm not gonna ask any more questions because <laughs> we'd be on here all night if i keep asking yeah, questions man. about it i do want to know <laughs> why um why, why are they weird that's the part I don't get. Like, if they're clones... I get their clones and stuff, but why are they so... Like... You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the white family, their clones showed up and just started murdering them. But mm-hmm. here, they're showing up and they're like... The, like, the boy's playing with his clone for fucking some reason. <laughs> they're just sitting in the closet. Like, why don't you just fucking kill him? And the other thing is they copied them in every way, right? right? In some things. But the boy's face got burned, so how did that yeah. happen? If they're copying. And, you know, she can talk and no one else can talk, but if that's really her, but this one can talk. But, like, it's just, you know. So many plots. This is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say, uh, to get off this movie, um, we're super amped for Avengers, of course. Yeah, did you buy tickets? <sighs> no, I, they're sold the fuck out. I know, My yeah. boy got lucky. He's going to see it literally the Thursday it comes out. Like, dude, I, I would I fucking... wouldn't do that even if I got the tickets, honestly. Man, I, the sooner the fucking better. Oh no, for sure. But I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go there at the midnight, the midnight showing, because dude, it's gonna be so packed. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's so it's gonna be packed the first like month. To be honest, <laughs> I might fuck around. I might In some places. I, some I might places. clear out like a Wednesday afternoon to go see it. Yeah, like that's what you, I that's really because I I, I know weekend is gonna be insanity. Yeah, I'm gonna catch it on a weird day yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I'm going to go early just in case I don't get that first, <laughs> like, the closest time to when I show up there. I'm going to just, right. you know, I might show up in the morning and get it, like, for the later that day. Yeah. That's going to be fire. Uh, what day does it come out 26th, again? 26th, maybe? I don't know if that's... Okay. It's 20-something. Okay. But um, Are you going to watch the last one before you go see it? I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, but... I probably will okay. watch it one more time, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. Like, it I've is, watched yeah. it maybe four or five times. It's It's been great every time, and it's two and a half hours long. I watched it today. <laughs> That's surprising. <laughs> Dude, my boy yeah. watches it, like, every week. I need to see something good after watching us. For sure. <laughs> no, I now, real quick, I will say I'm going to see Shazam and Pet Cemetery at some point. Uh, enjoy Shazam. Yeah, Pet Cemetery is like a horror thing for me. Yeah, and, yeah, that's a classic. And Shazam, uh, I'm curious. They got me curious enough to where I'm gonna see it. Oh, that makes one of us. I, <laughs> I am. Uh, Pet Cemetery does look good though. I do want to see Pet Cemetery. What? I might have to. Dude, they got a speaking of bland fucking actor. I knew. I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew oh my it was God. coming. Dude, dude, it's crazy because <laughs> I usually watch, like, if, if there's a movie I want to see, I'll watch, like, one or two reviews on YouTube about it. 
and mm-hmm. and the guy that I whose review I watched, he literally had nothing but praise for the movie, and at the end said, like Jason Clark was just kind of meh. I was like, yo, I could have fucking told you that without seeing the movie. <laughs> when has he ever been more than meh? Like, what did he do to you? <laughs> No, he was, I'll give it to him, in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, he was good. Yeah, he just kind of... But that was it, he was just good. They kind of just try to force him, they kind of force him to be a star, like, quick. He yeah, he's, being got, like a, he's got that Sam Worthington career path. Like, they just shove him in everything. Like, Terminator? <laughs> Why the fuck? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. At least Sam started out in a, like, a very a great popular movie, movie. yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, what's his name? Clark. Yeah, Jason, Jason Clark. Clark. He was never a star in anything until like all these trash movies he started getting starring roles for. Yeah, man. Just out of nowhere. What? What was he was in one of those White House movies, right? Yeah, he was in White House. No. Olympus. Actually, I think he was in White House Down. White House Down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was like the villain. I think. Yeah. I liked him in, in that role, but I didn't like, you know, I, I didn't think he, like, had a great performance, but I thought that role suited him. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. I liked him a lot in Zero Dark Thirty. He wasn't in it a lot, but... He was in it enough for you? Uh, he, he had a good, like, role. I mean, that movie drags, but... It's a great yeah. movie, but it drags. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um... But this is just like this Pet Cemetery horror movie. He had this shit last year with Winchester. But Winchester actually sucked. I don't know if this is going to suck. Winchester sucked? Hell yeah. Wasn't Helen Mirren in there? Yeah. Trash? Trash. Dang. Just. Okay. It's it's like the. It's, it's in that purgatory of. It's not awful, but it's not good enough for anybody to really want to watch it. Mm hmm. Like, the the scares are all jump scares. I hate that. Like, bro, you, it's 2019. Enough with want, the fucking jump scares. What do you want them to change? You know, you know what the, the issue is? Because they've had jump scares for, I mean, since fucking, like, Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. So, it's not the jump scares. It's the fucking fake ones that I'm getting tired of. Oh, okay. It's like they prime you with the like, oh, the cat pops out, like, which I'm I'm assuming Pet Cemetery is gonna do, but like that yeah. like fake scare of like, oh, it's just my brother that popped out of the fucking closet. He was trying to scare me, like, bro, that shit is so played out. Yeah, they're walking and there's ruffling in the bushes and they spin around fast and it's just like, yeah. Cat. Why would you Why would you <laughs> set up a couple fake jump scares when your movie's already full of them? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. Anyway. <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery. I'm probably gonna see first. I probably won't see Shazam till like right up to Avengers time. Okay, okay. Um, that's all I got, man. We went a long time yeah. over, but it's whatever. Not a long time, but um, I'm trying to think. Is there something else I wanted to touch on? I don't think uh, so. We'll be back sooner than than usual. 
Yeah, we're gonna try to get back to twice a week, especially with the playoffs coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, for next Sunday, uh, Game of Thrones comes back, so mm-hmm. we might have to go either early or late. Uh, I don't all remember right. exactly. I think it's at nine, so all we right. might have to yeah, go like just... six or seven. Since you're the Game of Thrones insider. Oh, dude, I'm beginning gotta... the deep dives like every episode. All right, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. It's going to be tough not to spoil shit, though. But... Dude, you got to <clears throat> do. I, might get, I mean, I'll the, get into it is, if think, it's something like, you know, questionable. I don't think Game of Thrones is a bingey. Well, it is a binge show, but I think most people who are big fans watch it live, though. You know? Um. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I don't know a lot. Of, like, I was one of the few people who who picked it up after, like, season six, I think. So uh-huh. I got to go through the first five, six seasons just, you know, episode after episode. Right. But I did have to watch the last season, like, every once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's an exciting enough show to where, it like, it gets you into it to where you're like, like, I can't wait for it next week. Right. You know, like there's like I watch anime. I'm a big anime fan. And like mm-hmm. anime sometimes will leave a twist and I'm just like like all right. Like you didn't get me excited. I'm not <laughs> like I'm not rushing to see the next episode. Like I don't care. The new anime you're talking about, right? Especially the new anime. Yeah. <laughs> the old anime was so trash with the endings. Yeah, anime has <laughs> gotten a lot better. I'm currently watching yeah. Attack on Titan season three. Uh, great show. Just Attack on Titan is like one of the most amazing animated shows ever. Yeah, I'm a little salty because they don't have season three dubbed yet. But yeah, I hate when they do that. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't mind watching sub. Like I have this weird technique of I, I kind of read ahead and then I'm I look at what's going on. <laughs> is that like i read because i'm i'm a fast reader and i've yeah, just gotten used yeah. to it because i watch so many asian action movies yeah so i know people who do that too yeah yeah it's just My like a it's like a weird actually. system for me yeah it, i i can't do it but i know a lot of people who do do it like that oh I, most of most of the people i talk to like just can't yeah i'm not i'm not with it i'll do it on I'll do it in real movies before I do it on cartoons. Yeah, like action uh, movies are good because the dialogue's usually minimal and it's you know not really important a lot of the time. Right. But yeah. anime, you do have to follow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, well, we'll be back. Stay tuned. Everybody stick around for the amazing Jonas Brothers throwback. <laughs> Mike's about to get hit. <laughs> uh, playoffs coming soon. National championship. We'll be back. Talk about it. Um, until then.
boy, bring the chorus on. Ah.